Welcome back to the Go Be Wyoming podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Zach. We are your hosts as third generation Wyomingites. We saw the need for a Wyoming focused show highlighting Wyoming values and morals. We are dedicated to bringing you the people, businesses, places, and organizations that embody what it means to go be Wyoming. Today's episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand. They can also help you with any web design, social media marketing, and more. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277. Today's episode is also brought to you by DYT Solutions. They offer custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Visit their website at dytsolutionswy.com or email them at admin at designyourtech.com. Once again, that's dytsolutionswy.com and their email is admin at designyourtech.com. Sheridan County Title is another sponsor for today's episode. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. This episode is also brought to you by Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. You're going to need an expert realtor if you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home up here in northeastern Wyoming. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Again, that is Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. Welcome in, everyone. This is episode... 92. We're mashing up uh, some local news and state news, Zach. There's not a whole lot going on from Wednesday when we recorded. Yeah, slow news day. Yeah, um, just the big stuff. Uh, Nikki Six is doing a COVID relief fundraiser. Um, we got some other, some bills and stuff in there. Um, and uh, that's kind of about it, Zach. So we'll keep it nice and short for everybody. Nice. Well, we are recording in the uh, nice new upgraded studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's coming together. Yeah, it is. We just had a great interview with a special guest. I'm not going to say because I want to keep it a surprise. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just remembered. Yep. I think we started a giveaway, and I don't know if we've announced a winner yet. Um, no, it was, uh, um, it's actually funny. It was, uh, um, is it Seth, um, up in Montana? Oh, Bozeman. Trevor, Trevor. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he won that one. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 Right. I messaged him. He got it. Hopefully. Okay. Um, <laughs> only three people commented. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know what, like, what do I need to do here guys? <laughs> like it was funny. Like a lot of people were liking the post. Right. But it, it, but I then, think it like, said to comment. Right? Yeah. 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 So anyways, Come on, I don't know. Read people. Yeah. Directions. Well, and it, I will say it was the um it was our blue and gold hat, so Oh yeah. You know, maybe maybe people didn't want that one or whatever. Yeah. Um we definitely will do something for our 100th episode. We're probably going to try and do some sort of open house, you know, bring people in here. So um yeah, be be on the lookout for that. So uh, yeah, no, that was my bad. I didn't tell my co-host here that, yeah, we, <laughs> I gave that out. Okay. <laughs> we sent it out. Um, shout out to, uh, Trevor up there in Montana yeah. listening in. That's yeah. awesome. Loyal, actually, loyal listener. And actually the three people I think that commented are all friends up there in Bozeman. I think actually. they're all of my Bozeman <laughs> friends. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it was kind of funny, but, um, yeah, Zach, um, some cool, we'll start with some kind of cool stories, I think. 
or some, well, there's something that's kind of weird. And then uh, anyways, uh, Nikki six, he's over there in, in Teton County. Um, if, if you don't know Nikki six, a Montley crew lives out here in Wyoming and right. he's loving it. Yep. Um, but he's doing a, uh, a kind of a fundraiser for a COVID li- relief fund. Um, he's donating a signed base from his, his collection. Um, what's cool is obviously in the background is the Tetons. Um, yeah. so it's kind of cool. So, uh, good, good for him. He's since he's moved out here, he's been very, um, you know, him and his wife have started kind of that mental health thing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, he's been doing stuff like that and yeah, you know, he's loving life out here in Wyoming. So yeah, he's embracing it with open arms, which is what we like to see. Yep. Yeah. Um, I will say shout out. I thought forgot to mention this Zach. So foster freeze did reach back out to us because yeah. we told him we loved his, uh, uh, boomers at Thanksgiving Instagram series. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a uh, shout out to foster freeze. He, uh, he likes what we're doing. He's going to check it out. And, um, he just had surgery or something like that down in Arizona. So, um, he said that once, once he's back up here, you know, we're going to connect out. So we'll hold him to that, but, um, hopefully he gets better and hopefully he's staying safe. But, uh, yeah, wanted to mention, since we're talking about like celebrities, there's a, there's another (laughs) local celebrity. Um, so Zach, walk me through this. We were talking about this before and I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how they measured this, but Wyoming is one of the least hated States in the country. Yeah. So on a list of all 50 states, Wyoming comes in at 41st, which you would think, well, doesn't that make us high on the list of hated states? Uh, yes, maybe. I don't, I, it is confusing. So there's two different like lists, I guess. Okay. And the metric for at least, I, I don't know if this is the same metric for least hated, but it's, it must be, it must just be inverted. So, okay. Sure. The amount, I think it depends on population growth okay. or uh, uh, decrease. So okay. if, your, if your state's population has been growing and at whatever rate that is, people like your state more. So you, that puts you up higher on the list. Okay. Um, then there was a Gallup poll um, and people from their states could go and vote and say, yes, I love my state or no, I hate my state. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that would affect it too. And then apparently there was like an Instagram poll that somebody decided to make and then it like 300,000 people, uh, yeah. Cause the majority, the majority of people here in Wyoming have Instagram. Right. Um, or, you know, people that would be even following that. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, went and voted on it. So you'd be, you know, Wyoming ranks 41st. Okay. Out of 50. Yeah. Uh, the surprising thing though was Colorado. Yeah. Colorado's number one. Um, so apparently people are moving to Colorado. Right. Um, more than they're moving to any other state. Um, so mm. when they looked at hated states, and again, I think they just took the list and turned it upside down. Sure. Uh, New York, New Jersey, California, uh, Illinois was on there. And apparently it, it's Illinois because people are just, it, population decrease. Uh, mm. Tons of people are moving at it. Sure. But, you, you know, you got Chicago and uh, yeah. some stuff like that. So. Yeah, Wyoming forty first, uh, not not last. So <laughs> we hate our state. Don't come here. Yeah, yeah. yeah move to Colorado. Right. Yeah, go. Please go there. <laughs> Interesting. You know, it's funny though because Wednesday we talked about a county in Colorado that wants to secede and join yeah. Wyoming. So yeah, yeah. People hate our state. I guess. Yeah, I guess they hate it so, so much they want to secede from their own state. And join yeah, it sounds like that that article study 
there's obviously some big flaws there on trying yeah. to figure that out, which right. a lot of those, I mean, not, not their, their, uh, polling size is probably very minimal. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, interesting. Um, well, we just wanted to mention it. It's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it, what's funny though, is that you flip it in the hated States. I'm like, yeah, I could agree. You know, I, I don't know anything about Illinois, but you know, like Chicago, yeah. like, yeah, but those other States, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. people are leaving those States. So that, that yep. makes sense. Um, all right, Zach, I will talk about this cause I know we are both getting sick and tired of this story. We need to move on, move past it. Yeah. If we want to, um, if we want to uh, elect someone over Liz Cheney in 2022, fine. I don't care. Let's get to that point when we get to that point. Yeah. So Matt Gates had his, or, or gets whatever, had his rally there in Cheyenne this week. Um, and freaking Donald Trump Jr. called in. And it's like, I don't care. Like, and I... I appreciated what they did, the Trumps did, and, and Donald Trump Jr. actually did some good things off and on. I don't care, dude. Get out of it. You're not a politician. You don't need to be doing this stuff. Um, and and here's and here's why. It, it's Zach. We were just talking about this. Like, and we've had conversations with other people about. Look, I understand how you can feel about how how that made you feel how she voted on the impeachment. I right. I get that a hundred percent. And we could have discussions all day long about that day and how that went down. And if we can, you know, if, 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 uh, Trump did incite that or whatever, if it was plant, whatever. Okay. Here's my big thing is my big ask. Okay. If, if you feel like that was the biggest stab in the back for you as a Republican in Wyoming, yep. you better be damn consistent then on the next person you have beat Liz Cheney. Right. Okay. Cause she, you know, if you're, if this is your big gripe that she did that to Trump, you did that to Trump. She voted more than Gates did on Trump stuff. Right. Okay. So you better pick a 90, 10 person mm -hmm. to replace her. Right. Anthony Bouchard out of Cheyenne, you better be 90, 10 or better or she better. Was more 95, five. Yeah. <laughs> she was, I mean, she was damn other, other than this one thing. Yeah. She, like you said, 95, five. So we better pick uh, that's, you better be consistent. And I know Zach and I are going to be consistent and accountable yep. and we are going to, we are going to challenge all these GOP parties and all these committee members that are censuring her. Um, we're going to hold you accountable to, yep. to this uproar to this. Oh, you know, what it's a travesty. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, here in Sheridan, we bring this up because the Sheridan County GOP voted to censure Cheney last night and it was by two thirds. So the majority, yep. um, but some of the committee men, the, the committee members made some good points. Kind of what we've been saying, like, Hey, if that's your message to her, like, I, like, okay, like great, but this doesn't do anything. This right. is not reversing the impeachment. Right. This is not reversing the election. This is not reversing the idiots that raided the Capitol. Right. Right. So get over it. Yep. And if anything, Zach, you pulled up about 200 voters, uh, registered Republican voters have changed party affiliations since this day. This is yep. what we're talking about. I, we, we can have great conversations about why Liz Cheney voted that way, why the house moved to impeach him, blah, 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 blah. Like we can have those conversations yep. and still be Republicans, but the Republicans need to be better at, we do not 
want those people in our party. Those guys do not represent Republicans and we need to have that voice. And I feel like that's what Liz Cheney was trying to do yeah. is say the, those people are not us. Yeah. Okay. Those are crazy people. Right. And now we're doing this and it's just, this is idiocracy. This is the fourth week in a row. We're talking about it. It's done. It, guys, it's over. Stop. Yeah. She voted that way. The impeachment went through the house. The impeachment probably might go through the Senate, even though we've got Barrasso and Loomis um, voting no, right? I think they're voting. Uh, I, I think we need to, I think we need a correction here because we said they're voting no, but I think they're voting no at the Senate. Um, shouldn't go through with the MP. Ah, I think that's what it is. They're so playing they're, the, they're, they're playing the, the, they're playing the, which is like, yeah. that's, yeah, I agree. They sh- we should not even be having this discussion. Right. Um, and, and maybe, and this is, I get, this is where some people are pissed at Liz Cheney of like, that's how you should have been pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I mean, we're, yeah. I don't want to get into it right. anymore. Well, and I want to reiterate you and I are not for the impeachment. We think that's a bad idea. Yeah. But we understand Liz Cheney's reasoning for voting for impeachment. Yep. And we support her reasoning. Yep. Sure. Go for it. Yep. We and again, we've condemned Trump. We've condemned the people who attacked the Capitol. Yep. Um and we'll and I'll say this, I condemn the Democrats for for making it political and going for another impeachment. That yeah. make, makes no sense. He's yes. gone. He's out. Yep. Okay, you guys have won. Right. Right. And then I, and I, this is where it's like, I understand where some people are like, well, you're, you know, Liz Cheney, you're kicking him while he's down. It's like, what else do you want her to do? You want to make this even more, you want to raise up even more flames. Right. We can't even, we can't even have a conversation in our own local GOP meeting about this. So you think Democrats, if we would have fought back on that, you think liberals and Democrats would have a great conversation about this? Right. This is the problem. We're not having conversations anymore. Yep. It's all, it's all reactionary. It's all based on feeling. Yep. And again, I, we're going to put a pin in this. Not, not even a pin. We're, we're going to end the conversation yep. right here. Liz Cheney voted 93% of the time in line with Trump. Yep. Guess so, or whoever this guy is voted less of that. Yep. Okay. And, and he's from Florida. So right. what the hell is he doing here? And he's the one out here saying she doesn't represent Wyoming. She doesn't represent house uh, leadership. If that's true, why is she voted 90% of the time with yep. Trump? Yep. Okay. Get over yourselves. And this is, and this is, the, I've told people, I'm like, this is the problem or I mean, not the problem. This was the reason we elected Trump in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Is he was not a politician. He, he said what he was going to do. Okay. Um, and you know, I knew like we, uh, someone, what did he, uh, junkyard dog. Mm-hmm. We know that's what he is. Okay. So was it a surprise? He said that as rally. No. Okay. Should he have said stuff like that in his rallies? No. Okay. But anyway, yeah, we're, I'm done talking about it. I mean, Again, my big thing is, okay, you GOP parties that are doing this censure, okay, you better pick a person, okay, that will vote like that then. Yep. Okay. I get it. You know, Liz Cheney's from Virginia. I get, you know, you know, she, whatever. That's all I'm saying. If you're dying on the horse of the Trump Hill or you're dying on the Hill, you know, with Trump. Yep. You better pick another person. That's all I'm saying. Right. You better be consistent. It, it drives me nuts. Yes. Um, and Zach, like we said in our last other ones, when we talked about this, we have bigger things to fry. Like <laughs> Biden is going on. Biden is on a freaking executive order rampage. Yes. And we've got our freaking representatives going after each other. Yep. This is dumb. And we've We're got our G- right into the, de- into yep. the left's hand. Yep. Yep. 
so anyways, we're done with that. Um, so, uh, William Ziska, um, he was charged, uh, with 14 felony charges. 13 of them was, um, voyeurism, right? Is that correct? 12 of them are are voyeurism. 12 was voyeurism. And then the 13th, uh, felony charge was sexual exploitation of children. Um, and if anyone doesn't know what voyeurism is, it's pretty much just think of, he was trying to install cameras into kids' rooms to watch so he could pleasure himself. That That's almost like exactly the definition, yeah. which is, I'm like, um, this is the human race. Like, we have a word for that activity. So anyways, right. he um, he was going to go to trial. That's right, Zach. He was going to go to yeah. trial, yeah, and then he's he... facing trial this week. Okay. Yep. And yeah. then he did a no contest and took the... Took the um, yeah, changed his sent, plea from, yeah. from not guilty, uh, and then, yeah... To no to no contest, which is guilty. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's he's looking at thirty four years, um, up to thirty four years, and up to seventy thousand dollars in fines. His sentencing will come probably next week. So I don't know how how it works, but yeah, um, he hasn't been sentenced yet. But those okay, are, those I are think the that's terms. The maximum uh, penalties oh, that he can face for those crimes. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So. Well, so he'll be in he'll be in jail for a while. Uh, not sad about that. Yep. Um, I wanted to revisit this one, Zach. So voter voter ID, it looks like the state's looking at some, it wouldn't be a change to our registration laws and things like that. It, it would make it more, um, I don't want to say secure because then people are going to come attack us and be like, oh, um, I think this is a good thing. It, it just would record, it would require voter ID when you, when you go register to vote. Um, yeah. I think some people don't understand here in Wyoming, you have to re-register every two years. Anyways, we purge it every two years. Yeah. Um, which if you think about it compared to other States, that's very progressive. Mm-hmm. A lot of States go 10, 15 years, which is where you have like dead people voting. Right. So which leads to the issues that we had in yeah. Chicago and Nevada mm-hmm. and, and Arizona. Yep. So, and not Chicago. I mean, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I yeah. know what you're talking about. I'm probably in Chicago too, <laughs> but, um, so it's just a proposed additional thing. Um, you know, I, I don't mind it if we do voter ID. That's not a big deal to me. And I don't think to any law abiding citizen that should be a big deal. Like I said, you have to register, you have to re-register every two years anyways. Yeah. So. I mean, I really don't understand what the, how this is unconstitutional or bars you from your right. I mean, it could be as simple as just showing a valid driver's license. Yep. Right. Yep. I mean, to register, you got to show, um, uh, that you've got options like an MDU bill, mm-hmm. um, ID, you know, has to be obviously a Wyoming ID and like a passport, right? Obviously, right. which obviously again is you're a Wyoming resident on your passport. So there's, there, it's, I like this cause it's like, it's not really anything more yeah. like, right. <laughs> and, and, uh, so anyways, but, um, there, there you have it. I think that's a good idea. Yep. Um, I hope other States jump on with that. So, and this is where Wyoming, we need to grassroots help these other states like hey you can do this this two-year right registration purge whatever you want to call it where you got to re-register every two years and wyoming does it with the primaries yeah which works out great right yep you know so for all those people that are like oh it's racist or it it, it helps the one party no because it'd be with the primaries so every time you're trying to if you have you know, Democrats and Republicans, you know, you've got anyways. I, yeah. Is, it, it makes sense. It does. Um, weird how things that work make sense. Um, 
Zach, we talked about this way back when, when this was proposed, the seatbelt law. Um, and I told you, I guarantee you, like, we were like, how are we going to enforce this? Like, what's <laughs> right. I know. Uh, and lo and behold, oh, we just increased the fees when we catch you. Right. I uh, saw that coming. Right. So, yeah. Um, yep. Seatbelt law. Wear they're going to, yep. Highway patrol. It's going to be a little higher fines and things like that. If they catch you without your seatbelt on, yep. just wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Get over yourself. Yeah. You can wear a seatbelt, man. Um, this is cool, Zach. This is a super cool story. So Wyoming will become uh, the home to one of the world's uh, fastest supercomputers. Yeah. Uh, this will be an operation in Cheyenne by next year um, where it will help scientists research a wide range of weather phenomena that affect society. Um, the National Center for Atmospheric Research announced this week that its new supercomputer would be funded by Hewlett Packard to the tune of 35 to 40 million. Uh, once ocu- uh, operational, um, it's expected to rank among the top 25 or so fastest computers in the world. Um, it'll be installed in Cheyenne sometime this year and uh, be operational by early 2022. Uh, and it will replace the current system, which is known as. Cheyenne. <laughs> so, oh, good. Um, Super creative. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. An- Anki Kamrath, uh, director of NCAR's Computational and Information Systems Laboratory, said this new system is a major step forward in supercomputing power, uh, providing the scientific community with the most cutting-edge technologies to better understand the Earth system. So that's pretty cool. My question is... Um, is this going to make meteorologists more accurate? Are they going to actually, you know, be held accountable to tell what actually is going on out there? Uh, probably not here in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, Mrs. Ellis, I think told us the greatest job ever would be to be a meteorologist because you get paid like six figures and if you're wrong, it's okay. Everybody's all right with it. <laughs> I mean, your bought your employer's all right with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's totally true. I mean, cause you could always probably, uh, lean it on something or, you know, right. something happened, you know, yeah. something our supercomputer wasn't soup too soon. You know, yeah. it's not super enough. <laughs> it wasn't fast enough. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be awesome to see. Um, and tech jobs, dude, look, we're seeing tons of tech jobs coming in, uh, lately. So that's huge. Um, we really need to get Mark Kinner back on and, and talk to him about that. Cause yep. he was the one who kind of, yeah. ever since he said that, like it's been happening. Yep. You know? Yep. Well, and, and you've, we, we're seeing this, we need it. Like, this is what, this is what we need. We need an infrastructure. We need tech. We need, we yeah. need, we need, we need to teach our youth or people to stay here with those jobs, with those skills. Right. Like, yeah. Well, and what's cool is it's not like, it's not transforming us into Silicon Valley, right? Like these are things that are, um, helping and, and, you know, uplifting and maybe, you know, modernizing existing industries here in the state. So that's really cool to see. Um, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a cool little story. Um, and yeah, bring a lot of jobs and, um, yeah, probably hopefully show other people like, Hey, we can do this here. We can do this here. Right. Um, Zach, this, this is, this is, uh, a interesting story by Cowboy State Daily. So the Wyoming Supreme court upholds a 55 year old water rights, um, 
or upholds 55-year-old 50 water rights. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, so <laughs> some fishing rights. And so this is interesting because it's more of a uh, a dispute between two landowners, yep. um, not necessarily a fisherman and uh, a landowner, yeah. And a landowner. But what happened was in uh, 1965, these two landowners uh, made an agreement where one of the landowners, um, his property... I think like came to a, a a corner and kind of cut off access to this river. The river flowed through there, and then uh, yeah. And so th- they worked out this agreement that they could cross. The one landowner could cross the other's property to get to the river. Um, they made it. They codified that agreement, and um, after you know fifty some years, the property exchanged hands. And one of the reasons. Uh, these uh, new owners bought the land was because of this fishing agreement. Yep. Um, so after some negotiations between new landowners over these this area, um, trying to buy this this land so that they don't have to worry about the agreement anymore, mm-hmm. uh, couldn't find you know settle on a price. The uh, property owners who had the land with access to the river ended up putting up some fences and signs that said no fishing, no trespassing. Yeah. Um, and the Supreme Court upheld the, um, the agreement from 1965. Yeah. Um, so an opinion written by Justice Kate Fox overturned the lower court's decision saying the legal document that gave the previous owners of the Smithson property the right to fish along the riverbank contained no language that said those rights would expire just because the land changed hands. Um, in addition, the right to fish the riverbank has now become something of value added to the Smithson property that transfers to anyone who owns the land, the court said. So, um... Those uh, those previous landowners did a did a good thing. I mean, they yeah, and it, it, it's it's um when I was reading this, Zach, um, it was no surprise that the Supreme Court ruled in that favor of that agreement, just because Wyoming historically has been a um, I I don't want to say this wrong because I'm not an attorney, but there's, there's terms called runs with the covenant or the land runs with the covenant, Mm -hmm. you know, um, which, which really means this situation right here is, Hey, that was the agreement written down in 65 that will be upheld because that is that, you know, that, that agreement still holds through all the way through. Now, if that agreement had ever been amended, completely different. Right. Right. But by reading this and, and obviously the Supreme court would have looked through it, it never was amended. It changed hands many times, but no one ever probably thought about, Oh, we probably need to change this little bit bit here. Right. So, um, you know, it's funny. You, you see that they, the two owners were trying to negotiate kind of a price, Yeah. you know, cause they know it's a value, it's a monetary value. Mm-hmm. Um, they they, I wonder who their attorney was. Cause like, you probably shouldn't have put that <laughs> trespass sign up there. Like you should have just kept yeah. working out a deal. Right. Um, yeah, but, uh, this is an interesting thing that maybe we should have somebody on, um, in land, you know, it could be oil and gas, whatever, but mm-hmm. water, water rights are very interesting here in yes. Wyoming. Cause yeah. right. That's even though this was over fishing. Yeah. That means they have access to water. So now it's a mm-hmm. whole, now I think it, di- I, I don't know. We'd have to read what the agreement says. If it just says specifically fishing or fishing, then that's it. Right. 
But if it was like water rights, mm-hmm. now you're in a whole nother that's bag huge. of worms. That's yeah. Huge. So, yep. uh, anyways, you know, cause that's, that's how, that's how Wyoming law is, you know, where other, other states are not like other states. Um, uh, you know, the, the rivers and stuff could be county or state. Whereas mm-hmm. in Wyoming, it's like the private owner. Well, private owner has access. I should say it's not, it's not their right. water, but right. anyway, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but so, I think, I think that'd be worth exploring having somebody, having an attorney come on and explain that. Cause it's different between Wyoming and, and I think a lot of our, and the mm, States around us. Yep. I know Montana is different. Um, well, and water ends up being a huge, huge deal because a lot of that water starts and flows in Wyoming. Yep. Um, and I think sometimes Wyoming gets taken advantage of in, in water, you know, disputes and water rights and stuff in yep. other states. So. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We should, we should uh, try and figure out who to have on for that. But uh, yeah, if anyone's listening to that and knows. Uh, yeah. Water rights, reach um, out to us. you know, um, it's an inch. It's an, it, and I know just from my little work in oil and gas, that's an interesting topic because, yeah. you know, sometimes the operators need, need water and, it gets tricky on who do you, you know, who you technically right. buying that from, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyways, um, so you pulled this up. Um, is this from Cowboy State Daily as well? Looks yeah. like our unemployment falls again. Yep. Uh, so for the eighth straight month, uh, in December, unemployment fell from 5.1% to 4.8%, uh, which is good. If anybody knows anything about, um, unemployment, you want to keep that number below 5%. Um, yeah. If you're below 5%, that's relatively good. Um, let's see, most County unemployment range changed very little from November to December. Um, but sure. there were some large declines seen in a few counties. Um, so I think it lists here the largest. So Teton County's unemployment rate fell from uh, five to three, five point eight percent to three point nine, um, as the winter tourist season ramped up. Right. Um, and then let's see, Natrona also fell from seven point one to six point five. Um, Converse County down from five point one to four point five, and then Campbell uh, County from five point eight to five point two. So again, some of those aren't aren't quite so big, but we see some decreases there. Um, let's see from December, 2019 to December, 2020 unemployment rates rose in 19 counties, which isn't a surprise to anybody. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, for the most part, unemployment's down, which is a good thing. Yep. Um, you know, places are starting to open back up, especially as the uh, vaccines are rolling out. People are going out more and they're doing more things. Um, the governor is, has uh, eased restrictions, um, hospitalizations and all of that are, are down and, uh, the lowest we've seen them in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a combination of everything, right? Vaccine, um, you know, here in Cowboys, Cowboy State Daily, they, they mentioned Teton County definitely due to season, you know, to the season, right. They're going to have, they're going to have tourists and they're going to have the, the ski season, whatever. Um, and then like, uh, Natrona, Converse, Campbell, those are heavy right there in the Powder River Basin. You know, they're small changes, but picking up a little. Um, so, um, yeah, no, that's good. I think it's encouraging that it's going down. Um, we just encourage the governor stick with it, you know, keep, you know, try and get the vaccine out. Um, you know, I, I think, I think people just, take care of themselves. Like we were saying back all the way in August is just wear a mask, take care of yourself. You know, um, let's try and keep these businesses open. So yeah, no, that's good. That's good stuff. All right.
righty. Yeah. Next up, next up again by Cowboy State Daily. Yeah, we're pulling a lot from them today. Um, hey, they get they do good stuff. They do. They they do a really really good job. Um, this story. Uh, Wyoming lawmakers consider sales tax hike to address mm. budget issues. Sure. Um, I think, you know, we've probably talked about this or, um, you know, we, we saw this coming a little bit talks about, you know, doing this. Um, again, it's because of, I think it's really because of K-12 education there, you know, we, but again, we look at anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I lost my, my spell. You're good. Um, uh, they quote Ashley Harp Street, friend of the show. Yeah. Um, Governor Mark Gordon and the Joint Appropriations Committee are presenting a balanced budget for the general fund. Um, Ashley Harp Street, executive director of the WTA, told the Center Square, uh, the problem lies in the Wyoming School Foundation program, which is outside our general fund. Um, and there's still a $298 million deficit there. Yep. Um, so while there is proposed legislation for school finance recalibration, um, this is the Wyoming Taxpayers Association has not yet determined whether to support, uh, support it or not. That's that bill proposed by Harshman that will be debated in March. Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's what they go on to talk about there. Oh, okay. Uh, Wyoming House Bill 61, um, would provide for additional sales and, and use, uh, taxes. Uh, so Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, the last time we had Bo Biteman on, this is what he was trying to, to describe to everybody is look, the Wyoming school foundation program, what it did is it set, um, throwing crap in here, Zach, um, (laughs) um, is it set this K-12 budget outside the general fund, which he felt, you know, and this happened, I think probably early two thousands, you know, um, we're going to talk about this because the governor has a plan, I think, for this. But this is the problem that it does: is the governor and the joint um, joint appropriations committee they are going to propose a balanced budget. They they figured out what they can do. The problem is K twelve is not in that budget, so you've got them sitting alone. So it's like, right. what do we do now? Right. Um, and this is the problem because because now anytime someone says we got to cut K-12, it's like, oh, you hate education. It's like, well, but we've got two different, it's like right. two different businesses, two, two yeah. different governments here. Yep. Um, two different bills to pay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, uh, no, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do in March. Um, Hey man, we reported this first. We got to get on Cowboy State daily, man. The, we were, we were uh, heavy 75% on minerals. Now we're about 50, you know, we, Oh, yeah. Anyways, mentioned that on in our interview with Ashley, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, let's jump, let's just jump to, um, the governor's efforts to, yeah. to maybe eliminate this problem. Yeah. Zach. Um, so he wants to, and I love this cause he's all about this and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for this, that he's all about, I want to make it transparent. Right. Yeah. yeah. And before I met with Bo, you know, I saw his big old binders, of his budget. And I'm like, Holy crap. I'm like, how do how do we know what, where goes where? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm yeah. like, that's not okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, um, transparency was a big thing that all the govern, uh, gubernatorial candidates ran on and in 2018. Right. Um, and so, yeah, Gordon is, is big on it. Um, and as a result, he's looking to, like we said, there's two different, uh, kind of accounts here. There's the general budget and then there's a budget set aside for K-12 education. Um, governor Gordon's looking at 
merging those two accounts, um, creating one entire account um, that'll give Wyoming residents a better idea of how much the state has to spend on services. Um, so as a result, Gordon is backing proposed legislation to eliminate what one legislator called a slash fund. Um, you mean slush fund or slash? Oh, fund? slush. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my screen's too far away. <laughs> um, the state puts much of its income into its general fund, uh, the main checking account used to pay for state operations. Mm -hmm. Over the years, a number of other accounts have been established to receive part of the money that would otherwise go to the general fund. So the money in those accounts is then earmarked for use on special projects, i.e. education. Yeah, unless they're talking about... Um, because there's always those breakups in the general fund. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, K-12 obviously sitting out there by itself. Okay. Uh, another one that he's looking at is the strategic investments and projects account. Mm -hmm. um, this uh, account received its funding from investment income um, that would have otherwise gone to the state's permanent mineral trust fund. Again, we've got so many different funds and things. Again, it, it does make it complicated and confusing on where does the money go. Yep. Um, so if it's all going into one account, it's not saying that these funds aren't still there, right? But all the money is in one place. Um, and then you can allocate that money for those different things from there. Yeah. So. And I think... Uh, we might have to have Ashley on her. She'll probably email us. She's been listening. I, so the permanent mineral trust fund is the one that get, gets mentioned as the rainy day fund. Okay. And then so, which is good. We've got money in there. And then I believe we've got this other one that, you know, um, I watched a committee. I'm pretty sure they were investing it. You know, we had e extra funds and mm -hmm. so we were investing it and it's had good returns, but this is where the governor is talking about like, okay, what do we use these funds for? Yeah. You know, and same with this permanent mineral trust fund, you know, and, um, I like it. I think I, he's finally, um, he's, um, this is what we've been talking about. Somebody taking the charge and saying, Hey, we have a problem in regards to how we spend the money. You know, we have money, we, we have funds we've got, we have a quote unquote rainy day fund. Yep. We have to address the issue. Now we we've got, you know, there should be no reason why K-12 is out there by themselves. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why we have to be proposing a bill to increase sales tax just for K-12. That's absurd. Yeah. It should all be in one. He's, he's spot on. It should be clear. You know, that 33 cents I paid on gas, <laughs> where does it go? I yeah. know where it goes. Yes. So, um, again, I, uh, oh, um, I need better words. Um, I implore, uh, Governor Gordon to keep doing that. Yes. I think that's the right word. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, keep doing that, Gordon. I, that's where, uh, and open up, <laughs> Right. get the vaccine out, <laughs> open up, keep doing that transparency on our spending. Love yeah. it. Um, I will say I'm happy to see the governor, you know, he's, he's looking at these other things for the longest time. I felt like all we were talking about with the governor was COVID. Yep. COVID, um, COVID, COVID, and COVID. So yep. it's, you know, we're remembering why we elected this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> um, give a pat on the back. Yeah. yeah. No, but you're right. He's, you know, on Wednesday, we were talking about his win initiative. Like, yes, we're looking at yeah. tech jobs, manufacturing jobs. Like at some point, and this will be in our give no ground. So the little teaser, this is what we're talking about. Like, Yep. You got to keep moving. You got to keep going. Yep. Um, also something he's, which there's no surprise that he also has come out against Biden's ban on, on or his ban on drilling on yep. federal land or let's see, it's a ban on the leasing, I think. Yeah. So there's, there's like two 
two of them. Yeah, so which ban yeah. on new drilling and then a ban on leasing. Leasing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there seems to be more and more uh, coming out. Obviously, to to uh, to um, challenge this, um, to challenge the Biden uh, President Biden's executive orders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Loomis and Barrasso came out immediately, um, in the Senate. Um, and they looks like they proposed, uh, protecting our wealth of energy resources act. Yep. Um, I do like this actually, and actually any moderate conservative should like this. Um, what it would do would require congressional approval for any mineral and energy leases on federal land. I like this. It gets it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, of the BLM, it probably would give a little bit more better qualified people to work in the BLM. Sure. Um, however, it does scare me cause it would probably make it bigger, but. Well, you're right. And then you're, de- I mean, you're really dependent on who's in Congress. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but one would argue I'd rather have that than one person up there signing a piece right, of paper. Bureaucrat, yeah. So, um, I mean, we can get into the weeds and all that crap, but, um, anyway, I mean, really all it is, is challenging him saying you, you can't just, you can't just for the sake of your, your, uh, constant, your constituents damage these States because there was 24, well, Barrasso, including Barrasso and Loomis. So 26 members of the Senate, mm-hmm. um, are calling for this. Um, yep. And then I think Cheney and some others in the house are also co-sponsoring. Yeah, it looks like they've got some co-sponsored bills too in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they've all, they're all coming out against this again. This is what we've been talking about. This is the fight we need to be fighting. Yep. Um, and so I'm glad to see our, our, our representatives are doing the work for Wyoming. They're representing Wyoming. Um, there's no doubt about it with this. <sighs> Yeah. And let's see. So just to finish out, Mark Gordon expressed his support for all, all the measures. Um, here's a quote here from, Oh, this is actually from governor Gordon. So oil and gas industries across the Western States. So the eight Western States that are pretty much, um, I think he's also kind of banding together with other governors. So like Montana, Texas, New Mexico, um, North Dakota. Yep. Oklahoma probably. Um, Anyways, they're banding together, um, and he said these Western states, uh, this could lose $8 billion in gross domestic product and over $2 billion in tax revenue per year. Um, that's a big deal. So Yes. Yes, it is. Um, but uh, I think that's all we need to say on that. Yeah. And uh, last thing, you and I have been seeing articles um, by other agencies regarding... Um, police shootings. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Fatal police, shootings fatal or, police shootings. Yeah. Um, we talked about it a few weeks ago and it was, yeah, you know, the really the main reason or the evidence they're citing for why police shootings are higher is because of guns, <laughs> you know, um, gun rights are, yeah. And they didn't even do it. They didn't even do it per capita. Right. So obviously Wyoming gun laws are going to be different from, they're different from Montana, but different than Colorado. Right? I mean, they're probably one of the most free gun laws in the state uh, or in the country. Um, but that's what they're citing. The, the, that just the fact that citizens have handguns, um, 
increases the chances of them getting shot by police officers in any encounter. Um, Which is wrong. I think it, yeah. it's, uh, anyways, we, we bring that up that we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Right. Because um, every situation, it, it, just because it's a fatal shooting, mm-hmm. one, like you said when we talked about it two weeks ago, does that include suicide? That's a fatal shooting. Right. So, right. um, so anyways, uh, back in November, this happened in November, but the officer has been cleared. He's, he's been reviewed. Um, uh, an officer in Gillette was, was involved in a shooting. Yep. Um, we watched both Zach and I both watched it together, the body cam footage. Uh-huh. Um, and so he, he is, um, I guess, uh, what's the word he's been, um, he's been cleared of charges. cleared. Yeah. Cleared of charges. Um, it, go watch the video. This was provided by Cowboy State Daily. It's really not graphic either. No, it's see. not. Um, but it, it shows you the situation. Yeah. And it and he uh, Gillette PD did it right. Everything They did everything right. He was called. Officer, I think Sanders is his name. Yep. Um, it was released in the article, so it's not like we're... Right. Um, he was called. There was, a, there was an incident prior. Yes, there was a shooting. Yep. And so he was called, given a description of the vehicle. He he finds the suspect. Um, dispatch tells him, "Okay, try and try and stop him, pull him over." Um, obviously armed, you know, right. involved in a shooting, so yeah. he's obviously armed. Wait for backup, you know, try and hold him at gunpoint was the instructions, and I yeah. feel like that's everything is correct there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you watch the body cam, so that that's. You have that information, mm-hmm. watch the body cam. He pulls him over. He, the cop steps out, but you see, um, the, the guy's name was Cody Amon. I think I'm saying that right. Yep. He jumps out of his car right away, turns. You can tell he has a gun. You see the shots. Yep. You see the officer return fire. Um, and that's pretty much about it. And then it right. stops. Um, and then the other reports are when the office, other officers got there, officer Sanders was performing first aid right. to the suspect. Yep. Yeah, just trying to okay. trying to save him or keep him. Yeah, yeah. So right, this the do not believe these other people of like, oh, it's so bad here. It's like, okay, that officer was put in a situation, did everything right, right. and he tries saving the guy that just shot at him. Yeah, yeah. This, this we need more police officers like him. So congratulate, yeah. like I love that. Great job, Gillette yep. PD. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to say we need more men like this guy. Yes. You can see in the, in the footage, it shows him pull up, uh, on the, on the car. He's got the lights going. He's trying to, you know, get them to pull over. You can see the moment when he, the, like the switch flips for him because that, like you said, the suspect jumps out and is drawn. And so he jumps out too, and he's got to, you know, he's got to defend himself and he's got to defend other people there too. Yep. Um, and so again, you see him shooting return fire. Um, officer Sanders kind of takes cover behind his vehicle. Um, and the suspect ends up running kind of up to the right off the road. And, uh, you see a few more shots are fired and then he's, he's on the ground. Yeah. Um, but more, more people like this guy. I mean, he did it all right. You can see it's not, you know, we've seen videos. I'm sure you and I have seen videos where it's, it's probably not a justified shooting. Yes. Um, and we're not saying it doesn't happen, right? Cause yep. it does. Yep. And it's almost, it's always unfortunate that it, it happens, but this is an example of where it's completely justified. It is, this is how it, how it, how it should go down. Yep. So, and I'm glad you said that because I think 
mainstream media and other media people will never will never report this story and will never say that right. and never say we need more men like him. And I think that's the problem right. is we always look at the bad and it's like, look at the good. He his training kicked in. Like you said, you see the, the flip switched. He defends himself. He gets behind the car. Yep. Um, not, you know, who knows what shot took the suspect down. And then he went to go try and resuscitate him. Yeah. It's like this. I mean, you put a dude in a situation and he acted, uh, courageously in the best way possible. Um, so yeah, shout out to Gillette PD, uh, really any of our first responders. Um, but, um, yeah, Zach. So, um, kind of nice and short, hopefully (laughs) we both kind (laughs) of rambled on some stuff, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And that was another episode of, uh, go be Wyoming. Today's episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand. They can also help you with any web design, social media marketing, and more. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277. Today's episode is also brought to you by DYT Solutions. They offer custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Visit their website at dytsolutionswy.com or email them at admin at designyourtech.com. Once again, that's dytsolutionswy.com and their email is admin at designyourtech.com. Sheridan County Title is another sponsor for today's episode. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. This episode is also brought to you by Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. You're going to need an expert realtor if you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home up here in northeastern Wyoming. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Again, that is Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty.